Hey, thanks for joining us on the No Limits Church podcast. Here at No Limits, we are on a mission to make a difference in the lives of others. We want to help people know God, find freedom, and discover purpose. It's a journey, and we're all walking it together. So wherever you're listening from, we pray that you are encouraged and empowered by this week's message. Y'all, we only have one week left after this week of this series, and then we're going to move on to our summer series, which means you're going to get to hear from eight different people here at No Limits. It's something we do every summer, so it's really awesome. I'm excited for that, but we've got a good message coming today. And if you're joining us online, I want to say hey to you too. Thanks for being with us. It's great to hear the Word of God, even if it's over the internet. But if you ever have a chance to be with us here in person, I highly encourage you to be here. We'd love to have you. All right, so let's go. Let's continue this series. Almost done. Let me show you our core scripture again. In John 14, 9, Jesus said that anybody who has seen me has seen the Father. The words I speak are not my own, but my Father who lives in me does his work through me. So what we learned through that scripture and many others is that God is revealed through Jesus. If we want to know God, then we got to get to know who? Jesus. Jesus. And thankfully, there's four entire books of the Bible to help us out. We call them the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And through this series, we've been observing the book of John, and it's taken us what? 16 weeks. To, to get through the entire book. Man, it's, it's just rich, isn't it? Maybe we should go through one of the other Gospels next. I don't know. I'm just asking the Holy Spirit. I'm like, what's next? I don't, I don't know what the next step is. But man, this has been so good. But through the series, we found that Jesus, the way of Jesus is different. So if you're going to follow the way of Jesus, that means that you too are going to be different. But that's all right, because we're all different together, right? Let's go ahead and pat somebody on the back and say, I'm glad you're different. <laughs> Now, last week, we talked about a very popular subject, obedience. All right, maybe not so popular, right? (laughs) Which is why it's pretty neglected in churches these days. But the truth is, without obedience to God, we're pretty much worthless. You might be saved and you might be going to heaven, but your life here on earth is going to be pitiful without obedience to God. And Jesus wants us doing greater works than what he did. And that's a pretty big assignment. It's intimidating and it's exciting all at the same time. But the thing is, we'll never get there if we don't embrace obedience, if we don't see obedience as our friend and something that's good for us. If you want the Holy Spirit working in your life, obedience to God's word is required. If you want to see the power of God manifest in your life, obedience to God's word is required. The problem we face is that the American church has settled for grace without obedience, right? We talked about that last week. When we choose to tolerate sin in the name of grace, what we do is we dismiss the power of God. We say, no, no, thank you. We, we don't want that here. In other words, the power of God cannot exist alongside disobedience. They just, they don't go together. I'll, let me put it to you this way. Grace without obedience invites human weakness, but obedience because of grace invites the power of God. And there's a lot of Christians who like to talk a big game. They want to see the power of God manifest in their church and in their life. And they want to see people healed and saved by the power of God. But none of this can happen unless the church as a whole embraces obedience. Like we got to do it together. It can't just be one or two people. We got to all be doing it. And instead of looking to God's grace to cover our sin, we should be looking to God's grace to eliminate our sin so that we can walk in the righteousness that he provided for us whenever he went to the cross. It's not our righteousness, it's his. But we still have to put it on, and we still have to walk in it. That's a choice that we have to make. So how many of you guys want to see the power of God manifest in your life? 
Yeah, me too. How, how many of you want to see it manifest in our church services? It should be. Then dedicate yourself to obedience and stop making excuses as to why you can be disobedient, right? Instead, you got to lean into the grace of God and say, free me from sin. Lean into his grace. Grace exists so that, not so that you can keep on sinning, but so that you can be free from sin and live in freedom. That is why grace is there. Mm. Freedom is only found through the blood of Jesus, which cleanses us of all unrighteousness. But now that we've dedicated ourselves to be obedient to God, we're ready for the power of God to manifest. And we've tasted it over the past several weeks. Like you may have noticed something a little different about my messages the past couple of months. Cade's a little spicy lately, right? The truth of God has been challenged in our minds. It's been challenged in our beliefs. And the purification process is a little bit uncomfortable. And if you're uncomfortable, just know that you're not alone because I'm a little uncomfortable too. A lot of these messages I've delivered lately is something my flesh does not want to do. This is me being obedient to God and, and God's confirming his truth with signs following. And you may remember, you know, when our thermostats reacted to the fire of God coming into the room a few weeks ago, it told us that it was more than 102 degrees in here. I mean, that was pretty cool. You may remember when Robin was miraculously healed of several physical ailments that she was struggling with just a few weeks ago. And you may remember last week when my aunt was here visiting from Texas, and she undoubtedly gets filled with the Holy Spirit, like as she's walking up to the front, didn't even have to lay hands on her. It was incredible. And it's been awesome hearing from her as she's walking this out. She was telling us that she didn't receive her prayer language on Sunday, and she was frustrated with it because she's like, that's why I came up there. I want to pray in the Holy Spirit. And she didn't have that yet, but yesterday she texted us. Maybe I should just read this text message because it's really good. Let me pull it up real quick. She, she texted us to my dad, and she said, if you're asleep, wake up. I just had a praise, a prayer, and a singing to Jesus in my prayer language. Five exclamation points. That's so awesome. And then she prayed for her family, and she just knows that things are happening. Just things have been falling off of her, and she's been stepping into freedom all week. She's been in tears all week. Just That's what the Holy Spirit does. It's not just some fanatical thing that happens on a Sunday morning. Like, he just comes with you, and he helps you walk through things that you've been, or frees you from things that you've been struggling with for a long time, and that's what he's doing in her life. And it's just, I love it. I love it. Without a doubt, y'all, I know that the messages that I've preached the past couple of months are exactly what God has asked me to say. They bear witness with my spirit, and then God confirms it with signs following. But we haven't seen anything yet. (laughs) When we all dedicate ourselves to obedience to God, when we stop making excuses for our sin and instead step into the freedom that Jesus gave us, the power of God will increase like we've never seen before. If we dedicate ourselves to obedience to his word, we'll get to a place, just like Jesus said, where you can ask God for anything. And what? He'll do it. He'll do it. And that's what I want to focus on today. As we've been working through the book of John, I've noticed something that Jesus said over and over again. He actually said it five times. And if he thinks that he has to repeat himself more than once, I think he's trying to get something across to us. So let me show you what I mean. Here's four different scriptures where he says this. And the first time he says it twice, he says, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do that the father may be glorified in the son. If you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. 
I put all these scriptures on your message notes so you can take the, these home and meditate on them throughout the week. And here's the next one, John 15, 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. And then in John 15, 16, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain and that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give, give you. And again, John 16, 23, most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask, the Father in my name, he will give you. So let's keep going, because this is not the only disciple that heard Jesus say these things. You find it in all four Gospels. Take a look. Here it is in Luke 11, verse 9. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. And here we find it in Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And then we find it in Matthew seven eleven. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who do what? Ask him. And again, Matthew 21, 22, and whatever things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. That was a flurry of scriptures, right? And all the scripture I just shared with you was Jesus talking. This is not how the disciples interpreted what Jesus said. This is a direct account of what Jesus said to the disciples, and they wrote it down as he said it. This is what Jesus is saying to us. Jesus wants us to get to a place where we can ask for anything and know completely that he's going to give it to us right now. He doesn't want us asking and hoping that it happens. He wants us asking, believing that it's already done, regardless of what we see. So we're going to do something a little bit different today. Different. Imagine that, right? We're going to do something different. Normally, I would preach the word to you guys and then encourage you to go home and be obedient and practice it at home. But today, I believe that God wants us to be obedient right now. Right now. So you've just heard from Jesus that you can ask him for anything. And if you truly believe that what he says is true, it'll be done for you. So this is something you should definitely be doing in your own prayer time, but we should also be doing it together. Let me show you what I mean in one more scripture here. Matthew 18, 19. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it'll be done for them by my father in heaven. So we can do this in our own prayer time, but we can also do this together, can't we? So we're going to get into five different groups. And as a group, you're going to decide what you're going to ask God for today. What can you agree to ask God for today? And once you figure out what that is, you'll pray together as a group. And then we'll all come back together in here. And each group will share what they asked God for. All right, so you're going to have 15 minutes to get into your group and figure this out. The five different groups, there's going to be one uh, you'll find it on your message notes, your assigned group location. There will be a group up here in the front of the auditorium, a group in the back of the auditorium, a group in the lobby, a group in room two, which is down the hall there, and a group in room three. So look at the back of your message notes, find your group, and go for it. Go where you're supposed to go. And if you're watching online, go ahead and do the same thing with whoever's with you at home. If you're by yourself, just go ahead and write down what you're asking God for, and we'll see you back here in 15 minutes. All right, everybody, go ahead and come on in and take a seat. Group leaders, if you let a group, go ahead and come on up here. Y'all come on up here on stage.
Let's see, who are we missing? Dylan? All right, y'all, so I'm going to have the group leaders share what you guys agreed for as a group and anything else you want to share. So we'll start with you, Rachel. Okay. Uh, well, it was unanimously on our heart to pray for healthy church growth of God's church, not only here but across the world. And um, in line with that, the Holy Spirit had us praying for unity uh, in our obedience, that we would all be in one accord, that we would listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and be in submission and obedience, that He would use us for revival, that we would not be task-oriented, but mission-oriented, as in His mission, uh, that He'd give us creativity, and then submission kept coming up, like, Frequently, So we had talked about how when the centurion came to Jesus and asked him to uh, for healing, he said, just say the word, because I too am a man under authority, and I say go, and they go, and I say come, and they come. And he didn't say, I too am a man in authority. He said, I too am a man under authority. And it was the authority that he was under that gave him the ability to give commands and for those commands to be followed. So being under God's authority is what allows us to operate in his power. That's good. Thank you. Uh, so our group uh, was, uh, it was definitely organized properly because we had a, we had a whole stack of teachers and, uh, <laughs> and it, 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 it was, the prayer was for, for our nation and specifically for the challenges that kids go through when growing up in a modern school system. And, it seems like I, 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 God told me, you know, these these people out here teaching are on the back foot when it comes to uh, when it comes to fighting against this kind of stuff, and we just pray for for the strength and the guidance to do things right, and to trust that we have teachers out there willing to take care of our kids and pick out the ones that are looking for God and make sure to mentor them in a way that that they will serve Christ, and for the strength to keep to keep the good fight going and to not get discouraged. When it comes to when it comes to missions in our schools, so awesome. we tackled more of our personal needs within our group, which the consensus was peace over our minds because it's a little hectic right now. Wisdom to know how to walk out what we're doing, and we were releasing healing over I don't know how many people. I think it was four people, and then just strength too that we can hold on to God's word and know that it's going to come to pass. Well, we had a little bit of a list on ours. It was a good mishmash. Uh, starting off, we had a family deliverance for people who are in our families who are not coming to church, who are not saved, who are saved but not following God. People who are a little out there compared to the rest of our groups of families. Uh, we had a specific prayer over Robin's mother. Uh, she had a little bit of an issue, and in Jesus' name it is healed. <laughs> we also prayed over the country as a whole. There's a lot of things that are going on in here. I don't think I need to tell you that, but I'm telling you anyway. So we prayed over them, over the people, straight from the top all the way to the bottom. We also prayed over the negative thoughts that can sometimes bombard us, and wisdom, and revelation. We prayed for God's healing power to be made manifest in all of the lives of the people here, not just for ourselves, but also for the people out there. 
And we also prayed for the doubt to be cast aside from all of us who are in here. And Coonrod lovingly reminded us that we're not just doing this for us. We're doing this for everyone who is outside of these walls, the people of Owasso, the people of Oklahoma. And, he, and we prayed over them. And last but not least, we prayed to put God first. All of us individually to put God first, as a church to put God first, so that we can always operate in his power. Because without him, we've got nothing. No power, no joy, no life. And that's our list. I thought we got a lot done. Gee whiz. Let's see. So we believed for uh, healing for Janet and her boyfriend. And, huh? Oh, husband. Uh, sorry. And, uh, and then we believe for healing for Vista's hip. And she's healed in Jesus' name as well. And then unity in the country. So kind of along with you guys. And then was there one other thing? What was the other thing? How do I already forget? Yep. To reunite mother and daughter relationship. Bam. That's awesome. Yeah, let's give God a praise. You guys go ahead and take a seat. Thank you. Man, y'all can get a lot done in 15 minutes. I'm going to stop preparing messages and just have y'all get into groups. <laughs> all right, y'all. A common theme between all that was praying for our nation, praying for healing and releasing healing for uh, I know in our group it was for family members, and I think that all of us probably have a family member in mind that we want to see healing in their body. And the cool thing is that we can stand for that, we can believe in that, we can release that. There was never any distance to, you know, how Jesus could release a healing miracle. You know, he did it in different ways, but he also did it, it happens by his word. I mean, it's his word that heals us. So we're going to come together in unity and believe for healing for all these family members today. So let's pray right now. God, we love you. We thank you. And God, what a privilege to be able to ask you for anything and you're going to do it. Would you just help that become a reality to our minds? Our minds fight that, our minds struggle with that truth, but we need that truth to settle in so that we don't ever hesitate to ask you, that we don't hesitate to believe, that we come to you as a son and as a daughter and we approach your throne with boldness and with courage and we say, hey God, need you to do this, and I know that you will. So God, we're asking today on behalf of our family members that you heal their bodies and that you use that healing as a catalyst in their life for them to follow you and to serve you and to release that healing into other people. And that it's not just a healing that ends there, but it's a healing that explodes and it affects people around them. And we call it done right now in the name of Jesus. We know that's nothing for you. There is no sickness too great, no disease too great. There is no disease incurable. So we trust you, God. And we lift our nation up to you. And we know that your word says that it's our job to humble ourselves, to repent, to turn away from our wicked ways. And then when we pray for our nation, we pray for our land, we'll see it healed. And now we see why you've been leading your church through a journey of repentance, through a journey of obedience, because that's what it takes. And we thank you that you're working through your church to heal the land, not just here in America, but all around the world. I know that our nation isn't the only one that's broken. 
They're all struggling. So I thank you that you're raising up people in churches everywhere to heal the land. To usher in your spirit, God, so that your kingdom can come and your will can be done here on earth as it is in heaven. That's what you want. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, what an honor to be a part of what you're doing in 2021, that you've called us here on purpose, that we were born at this time on purpose, and that you have an assignment for us. And I pray for clarity over every person in this room, God, and I ask that you give us all clarity on what our assignment is, where we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to do. And I call in all the resources that we need to accomplish what you've asked us to do. I call in all the connections and all the people and all the relationships that we need to accomplish what you've asked us to do. And we don't doubt it one bit, God. We know that you are gonna cause all these things to fall into place. Not because we're awesome, but because you're awesome. You're mighty, you're holy. And Lord, our job is to be obedient to you. And you've made it real simple for us. Be obedient in <laughs> my power will work through you. And so through obedience, God, we receive your power. And we know that your power is working through us to accomplish infinitely more than we could ask or think. Wow. God, your presence is so sweet. So healing and assuring. Whew. Amy Cook, stand up for me, if you would. And everybody to stretch your hand towards Amy. Let's just agree with her for favor and boldness in what she's doing. She is standing into her assignment, stepping into her assignment with courage and with boldness, and God's gonna use her in a mighty way. I remember it was just about a month and a half ago, I laid my hands on your head, and, and I had an instant vision of, of you speaking to just thousands of people, like just your, your leadership was just coming out of you, just flowing out of you, like God's called you to lead exactly what you're doing, like you're in the right place. No matter what it looks like right now, like that's gonna be the outcome of it. So we just agree with you today that all the resources, that all the people are gonna come, come to you to help you accomplish exactly what he's given you to accomplish. You're not missing it, but that doesn't mean it's gonna be easy, but he's gonna be with you through the hard times. You're gonna enjoy the good times. And um, <laughs> how cool is a church family that we get to walk alongside this with you? I mean, it's so cool. So thank you, Amy, for your obedience. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing through Amy. We bless her. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, we agree with her. that you put this church here on purpose 
I know what you're going to do through us is going to blow our minds. It's going to be. God, thank you for choosing us. Thank you for calling us. receive what you have for us with gladness and we step into it with boldness knowing that you're with us we know we're not going to have to do this without you I thank you that fear is eliminated in this room I don't have words to explain like I, I see just God I see God smiling down on us like just wow look at my kids look what I can do through them when they say yes to me Look at the peace that I can give them. Look at the difference that I can make through their lives. Look at the joy that just overflows out of them. Take a moment to honor God in your own words. Just lift him high. Give him praise. God, we, we elevate you. We honor you. And we're grateful for you. We're grateful for what you're doing in this church, what you're doing in our lives, and how what happens in this building is going to do amazing things outside of this building. And we thank you that you've called us to prepare your church for Jesus to come back, that you're preparing this bride to be ready for Jesus. And we thank you for the impact that we're going to have on those around us. We thank you that through our love for one another, everybody will know that we are your disciples and that they're invited into the kingdom of God. We love you, Lord. And the invitation is open today, and it's always open that if you want to give your life to Jesus, you give your life to Jesus, you submit to him, you say, yes, Jesus, I believe that you died for me, that you cleansed me, and I step into your kingdom. And that's a decision that you make in your heart. And then the next gift he has for you is the Holy Spirit. He wants to fill you with the Holy Spirit so you have the boldness and you have the power to do what he's called you to do how you receive the Holy Spirit as you say yes. Holy Spirit. And we can also lay hands on There is a garden in the void in the desert. Holy Spirit, I don't want to end today without giving you that opportunity. So if that's you and you want to receive the Holy Spirit, just raise your hand and let me know. Okay, awesome. Lord, we give you the glory for 
everything you did today, and we thank you that we will see the results of what we asked you to do, just as your word says, and I look forward to the testimonies that are ahead, and I'm glad the group leaders wrote this stuff down so they can come and give us the testimonies as all these things come to pass. Everybody that agrees, say amen. Amen, amen. Well, if you gave your life to Jesus today, we want to walk that with you. We want to be your family in Christ, but we can't do that if we don't know. So we just ask that you would text us and let us know. Our number is 918-373-9883. Just text us, say, hey, I received Jesus today, or hey, I received the Holy Spirit today. Whatever you want to tell us, you can text that number and tell us anything. And if you're watching online and uh, you wrote down what you asked God for today, text us and let us know so that we can agree with you on that as well. And I don't want to leave today without giving you guys an opportunity to be generous. After all, you guys are the most generous people that I've ever been around. You guys are so awesome. Um, and if you want to give today by cash or check, just raise your hand and one of our ushers will bring you an offering envelope. Of course, you can always give online anytime. And how you do that is you type in nolimits.fyi into your address bar, tap the giving button, and that'll get you where you need to go. Thank you so much for joining us. And a special thanks to those that give in to our ministry. It's because of your generous giving that we're able to lead people to Jesus and make a difference all around the world. If you're ready to give, head to your browser and type nolimits.fyi into the address bar. And if you were encouraged by this podcast, then hit that share button and pass it on so that others can be encouraged as well. Or you can even take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. Thanks again for listening. Now let's go make a difference.